This is Multimedia Failure. Every other week, we take a look at video game movies that are mm, of suspect quality a lot of the times. I'm your host, Jason Oriola, and today I'm joined by... Vanessa Cahill. John Lucero. And this episode, we're going to be talking about The Art of Fighting. This was released... Uh, man... What a Christmas present for 1993. This was released uh, December 23rd of 1993. Wow. The same company that did this also did the uh, two Fatal Fury OVAs that we're going to be skipping over because there's a Fatal Fury movie. So, yeah, we're probably going to oh, skip that for the time being. Man, well, what an unfortunate turn of events. <laughs> <laughs> the English dub that we all watched was done by US Megacore. And if you are not familiar with them, their quality has been... Well, let's say the quality of this one is suspect, and that is kind of the line through through every single one of these. They've okay. all been kind of not great. I yeah. one yeah. of the <laughs> ones I'm familiar with, Empty Geist, which a friend of mine we back in the God early 2000s we watched it, and I think we just drunkenly laughed at how stupid and bad it was, along with the Empty Geist theme song, Most Dangerous. Dangerous. Anyway, uh, U.S. Manga Corps has never really been, uh, we'll say, top-tier anime dubbing quality there. <laughs> Couldn't tell. <laughs> the only other uh, little bit of trivia I've got for this is the voice of Yuri. Did any of you guys happen to recognize the voice? Uh, yeah. no. Maybe. Mm-hmm. That is Veronica Taylor, who voiced Ash Ketchum in the first eight seasons <gasps> of Pokemon. Really? Yes. No wonder this movie is so good. <laughs> <laughs> It all makes sense now. Yeah, see, there you go. Yeah, I was looking, I was like, man, I know that voice. So I started looking at the voice actress and I was like, oh, son of a bitch, that's her. I didn't, okay, that makes sense. That is so funny that you're like, I know that voice. You're like, Ash Ketchum. Yep, that yeah. sounds right. Yep. Yeah, that yep. sounds just like Ash Ketchum. <laughs> yep, I watched a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly indistinguishable. Yeah, basically the same character too. Yeah, yeah. I was basically <laughs> just waiting for her just to scream out, Pikachu, go! This is basically Pokemon. <laughs> Which would yes. have been weird because this predated Pokemon <laughs> by, what, three, four years? So, yeah. Anyway, let's go ahead and get the show on the road here with this. We start off with uh, some cat ass. Yeah, cat butt and man butt are the two opening, my two opening no- notes. Don't forget uh, the great music, guys. Oh, oh yes. Like this whole soundtrack is just laden with saxophone. Yeah, I loved, it. A lot. I loved it so much. It's a lot of jazz in this movie. I wonder if that had something to do with Bill Clinton being president and him, you know, being the the, the cool president that played saxophone or something. Like, it just <laughs> why why is there so much saxophone in this fucking thing? And it's of the I mean, era, so yeah. I mean, I like saxophone, but there's a lot of saxophone in this movie. I think there are more instances of saxophone than not saxophone going on in this movie. Yes, it's just yeah. so good. I liked this opening a lot. It was like my first note is. Not a prophecy, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? It could have ended up being one in some way, shape, or form. But anyway, uh, Rio was crawling on the edge of a building trying to catch this mm-hmm. cat. Mm-hmm. This guy honks a horn, at the and uh, the cat scoots off. Rio t- takes a dive at it before it scoots off and misses it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy that honks the horn is Robert Garcia. Now, I did go in and actually look up because... As far as I remember, Rio and Robert didn't look like this. And then, sure enough, they didn't actually look like this in the video games. The... Oddly, character models they kind of chose to use are the live-action commercials for the second Art of Fighting game. (laughs) So there's two actors who were portraying Ryo and Robert, 
and they chose to model these two after them instead of the actual in-game sprites. Well, obviously everyone would be more familiar with the commercial Jason than yes, the game. I, I, I feel like, you know, it had a much wider reach. It's a weird choice. I could not figure out what the hell it was. And have you guys ever seen anybody that looks less like a Garcia in your entire life? <laughs> I know a lot of Garcias in this guy. does not look anything like a Garcia. <laughs> he sucks. <laughs> so yeah. It's like he's in his stupid convertible and his, yeah. glo- and his, glo- his driving gloves. Fucking asshole. Uh, he's white. super unlikable. Yes, his, his all white suit. God damn oh, a lot of my notes about him are like, this guy's an asshole. He's the <laughs> he's, worst. He really does suck. This guy, uh, it seems like he just couldn't let go of the late 80s. No, he couldn't. <laughs> he's, well, also, uh, what's funny too is that like, he's obviously super, super rich. She flaunts it. His poor friend can't even afford to pay the electric bill. He's like, yeah, oh, he, ha-ha, look at my convertible. <laughs> I know. He's, his friend's, like, out here crawling after cats, and, this guy, and he's pulling up his convertible kind of get with his sister. I'm like, this guy sucks. <laughs> yeah, he's the worst. <laughs> but if you pay attention to, like, a lot of his speech, it sounds like he actually doesn't have a lot of money himself. Oh, yeah, it's true. Because later on, yes, I thought – I was confused. Because later on he goes, my Ferrari. I'm like, how can you afford a Ferrari? You can't – like, if you're like – if you don't have any money, I was, it's, it's a lot of holes, Jason. There's a lot yeah. of holes in this movie. There are a lot of holes. Gee, a lot of plot holes in an, an yeah. anime based on a, on a fighting video game. Who would have thunk? Yeah. Anyway, so my impression here was that Ryo was cat-sitting based on the dialogue and – that Robert wants to date uh, Ryo's sister, Yuri, which, mm-hmm. yep, yep, creepy. Edge of building collapses, Ryo falls, Robert jump kicks towards him, and their feet touch <laughs> just enough so that Ryo can basically do a spin, or like a spin jump off of his foot. It saves a guy weird. by jump kicking at him. <laughs> just like, what in the hell is this? So I guess this is just a really way to sell it they're karate dudes. Yeah, and best and best friends. And Only best, best friends can pull that off. Yeah. Only best friend, friends would know that someone jumping at you was not actually trying to hit you, but like trying to save you. Because <laughs> I was confused, like, why is he trying to kick him while he's falling? Because this guy, this guy's just that much of an asshole. But no, he was giving him a platform to jump off of. Yeah, kind of ridiculous. So Robert is apparently the heir to the Garcia Foundation, which we never really figure out what the fuck that is throughout this whole thing. The Gar- it's the most popular foundation in the world. Well. Apparently? So, yeah. Which, okay, I gotta ask you guys. Did you get the impression this was in Japan? No. No. No? Okay, I had the impression this was in Japan, but... Is it supposed to be in Japan? I thought it was in, like, San Francisco. See, my impression was this was in Japan just because of all the Japanese people in this movie. Yes, well, uh, based on the the architecture, gave me a very San Francisco vibe, but I was... Well, it's not San Francisco. It does take place in an American city, and uh, we'll we'll get to that when we finish the movie here. I'll I'll let you know. Once I I learned that his name was Robert Garcia, I was like, oh, no, this is American. These are Americans. Who names their child Robert Garcia in Japan? (laughs) (laughs) Who names their child Robert Garcia in America? I mean, First name Robert Garcia. (laughs) (laughs) Last name Foundation. (laughs) (laughs) My next note here is because they're talking about how much money he's going to get for getting this cat and it's $500 and my first thought is he's getting $500 to fucking cat sit yeah I, I, if we're in America that's a lot of money <laughs> that's uh for anywhere that's a lot of money for some person to watch their cat yeah I mean early 90s money that is I mean you know jeez that's, that's like $7 million now <laughs> <laughs> alright <laughs> don't check the conversion on that I'm pretty sure I'm right okay okay yeah it's definitely yeah. right yeah, yeah. totally <laughs> <laughs> All right, cat jumps in the window, they go into the apartment looking for the cat, and then Robert, we find out, is a drunk too, and just starts helping himself to the booze that's they, in there. He's breaking into a woman's house looking for a cat and drink her booze, like, or I guess a woman's house, they assume it's a woman's house. Do we ever find out who owns the house? No. No? 
No. <laughs> okay. That's yeah, that's kind of funny and weird, isn't it? Who does own that house? <laughs> <laughs> we kind of do in a second here, so... One of them steps on the cat's tail. The cat jumps out the window. Robert goes looking outside and sees a woman standing by the car. And that is King. I recognize King just because I sort of... Oh, the King? The I thought her name was Kim. No, I King. Thought it was K- I thought it was K. <laughs> no, nope, King. K-I-N-G, King. K-I... Okay, King. Well, yeah, and they know. kind of have a... They have a very long, like, non-interaction. <laughs> Basically, Robert is talking to her and she is just sort of staring at him, not yeah. responding. Also, Robert's the worst because he's like, "Hey, hey, lady, can I get a phone number?" Like he's such a creep. Yeah, yeah. he just immediately see, immediately sees her and just asks for her number. Yeah, hits on her and then she drives off and basically says, "What a body!" It's like and he goes, "That's what I call a nice body," and just like that too, because the voice acting is really good in this movie. And uh... <laughs> yeah, that's how I react too when strangers on the street even talk to me. I'm like, "I'm gonna go now." Yeah, <laughs> please don't talk to me. Yeah, it's like okay, I'm just gonna get my car and leave. I, I'm supposed to watch you in case you're. Uh, doing something that I, I need to fulfill here, but, uh, you know, I'm not going to put up with this. Bye. Right. It's not worth it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> My job's not worth this. Yeah, I was so confused why she was there, too, at first, and I guess she was with the other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rio has the cat. His face is all scratched up. I don't know if you guys caught that. Yeah, yeah. got it. Yeah, I was like, okay. okay. Classic, classic humor. That yeah. makes more sense now, though, because this cat's been pretty mellow until now. It's kind of strange. Cats are not mellow. Cats are assholes. Yeah, 100%. So here is where we figure out who the owner of this apartment is. And it's this guy that, like, just busts in the door. Followed by guys with guns. He starts attacking them. And then one of them, as he's trying to attack him, like, kills this guy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The big guy that busts in the room, uh, his name is Jack Turner. And he chides him for shooting him. (laughs) Bear killer Jack. God. (laughs) What a name. I, I don't even know if that ever was, like really talked about in the fighting game series it's i have just, i have very little experience with art of fighting in king of fighters actually to, to be to, totally honest so i can't tell you i didn't even know this guy had a name i've just been calling him fat guy in my notes <laughs> name, fat guy. it was quite a while before his name came up i actually was going through with the uh, character sheet and trying to figure out like who was who before the names popped up so i could reference it in the notes so you're, you're so more committed to this cause than i am <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I, like I said, I actually played Art of Fighting quite a bit back in the day when it was on the Super Nintendo. So it was it was a couple of those weekend <laughs> rentals that I was like, oh, this is not so great. Okay. So maybe the second yeah, one will was, be good. Like oh, a, no. It was, like, it was like a proof of concept game. They're not I, I wasted $5. That's okay. Oh, yeah. Well, back then it was probably closer to 7 But Because hey, yeah. these were one of the, they were one of the first SNK fighters, right? Were Art of Fighting games? The yeah. Art of Fighting games? Yeah. yeah. Might yeah. even be the first? I don't I know. Feel like, I want to say they are the first, but I could totally be wrong. I want to say they are. I, yeah, I want to say they are the first ones. I think after this series is when Fatal Fury started, and then yeah, King, King of Fighters. 94 is King of Fighters, the first King of Fighters, so it'd be close. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and move on here. We don't. I, I don't think it really matters. Nobody cares. The, 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 the fighting game audience is good for you. The fighting game audience is small, and our audience is smaller. So let's let's go ahead and look at Which that. Which means they're all fighting surface, game fans. Yeah, they, 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 yeah. They, they must be. Watch <laughs> and listen to this podcast. Yeah. Rio and Robert kick the crap out of the attackers. They grab a cat, jump out the window, and they drive off as the attackers try to shoot them. And my next note here is Robert's a pretty bad driver. He's a bad driver, and that's this is definitely the spot that I was like, whose cat? Like, what is this cat that didn't, like, yeah. fuck them up when they're jumping out the window? <laughs> My question is, why is this cat storyline still happening? Why are, we still de- why are we still dealing with the cat in this movie? Oh, don't worry. Like, is, it, it continues throughout the whole movie. What is the plot movie, of this so. fucking movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we spent, at least it was only 40 minutes of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, it was, it was a blessedly quick. So, all right, the bad guys somehow find out who Robert and Rio are through the most '90s bad guy computer ever. Just yeah, this I loved gigantic it. Gigantic screen. Good. I love this thing. Yeah, it's stuff. It's just like the the Crime Link and uh, whatever that terrible movie we watched. Oh, Gang, uh, Gang, Gang, Gang Link. Double Dragon. Yes, Gang, Gang, Gang Link. Link. Yes. Double Dragon. Gang there Link. Gang Link. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> So we cut to Robert and Rio going to some lady's house to drop off this cat. Turns out, wrong cat. So they were picking it up for a reward, basically. Now we know. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Have we, have, um, we, have we gone to the detective yet? No. That's who I want to talk about. You know what? Actually, I actually, you know what? I didn't uh, I didn't get to that. Or I didn't write that note down because, yeah. Anyway, so I'll, I'll tell you when he pops in here. Right. I'll check back in then. It's... Uh, Boy, I think, fun- I think it's funny also that like it's not, not the right cat, and they're like, okay, I guess this is our cat now. We'll just keep this cat. It might be somebody else's cat, but we'll just take it home. Yeah, my thing is, I would have <laughs> just thrown that cat and like, okay, you were clearly fine on the streets before this. Goodbye. Just shut the cat. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I thought that would have been a nice goof, like like, oh, this is the wrong cat, and they just like fling him over his shoulder and be like, okay, bye. <laughs> that would be funny. I would have laughed at that. <laughs> I don't. I yeah, better movies. <laughs> We got to a next scene where somebody, where we see Yuri, which is Ryo's sister, and someone is stalking her. I forgot to actually take a note of who it was. I think it was one of the other characters, but I kind of, yeah, really skimmed over that one. <laughs> now we cut over to Ryo's apartment where he's amazed his power is still on, and they turn on the TV, and this is where the detective is introduced, or the lieutenant is introduced. So why don't you go ahead, John? Yeah, this uh, he's the best part of this movie, Jason. <laughs> it's uh, the lead, lead, I just call, I don't remember what his name is, I just call him lead detective. And uh, in his weird, vo- his weird voice, he talks like this, Jason, because he's, a- <laughs> he's just like this. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. I- again, this is why I swore this took place in Japan because this is Ryuhaku Toto. Yeah, American detective that's, Ryuhaku uh, Toto. Yeah, that yeah, that's uh, that's, that's <laughs> right. Who, who, some, who sometimes wear kimonos to work and has like one of those fake wooden yes. practice yeah, the, swords? Yeah, yeah. Bokken. So. Yeah, okay, and, yeah, and walks around with a bokken all the time. It's like okay, that's yes. cool. So uh, he's a lead detective, Jason. He needs to be armed at all times. Yes, I, I loved him. He reminds me a lot of like um, Inspector Gadget, like the really old cartoon. Something about <laughs> him gives me a very like Inspector Gadget cartoon vibe. Uh, I appreciated every scene he was in. Me too. He was great. <laughs> yeah. He was the, he was the best part. Yes, he was the only good part. <laughs> there were a lot of good parts. Uh-huh. Let's move on. We'll get to it. <laughs> anyway. I've, let's see, uh, the news report about this whole detective thing, he's basically saying he's going to get, sh- or was he going to get this diamond back in three days, or was he going to catch these people in three days? All of it, Jason. Everything. It? Okay. He's doing it all in He was three very days. adamant <laughs> about doing this in three days. Oh, yeah. Three days, Jason. Three days. Three days. All right. So the diamond they're looking for is called the Eye of Sirius, which is worth $8 million. Uh, Robert says, I think Sirius means shining thing in Greek. And I, thanks, Robert. I had to look that up just to be sure. And nope, it means scorching or scorcher. Well, Robert's a dumbass, so it's okay. Yeah, he's, he's, he, he's just so terrible. He tries to he tries to come across as cultured all the time, and he, he don't you check him on his bullshit though. You'll find out he's not actually that cultured. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right, so after this, uh, they're in the middle of watching this news report, and Rio's power gets turned off, and then some thugs start running up to Rio's door, and they shoot the shit out of the door, and. Mm. They run in, and Robert and Rio aren't there anymore. Where did they go? Oh, hey, look, the ceiling fan. Why are they on the fan? How did they get up there is what I want to know. They jumped. One of them launched the other one with his foot, uh, and the yes. other one climbed up the wall. Oh, is that what it was? Okay. Mm-hmm. Good. I'm glad, I'm glad somebody cleared that up. I was like, how would this? Like, I could see, like, one of them jump kicking the other one up there. Fine. But uh, how did the other one get up there? 
Just climbing. Okay, Just there climbing. we go. <laughs> so the ceiling fan falls down. Uh, Rio and Jack, the big fat dude that we uh, discussed earlier, uh, start fighting. Um, yeah. This fight is probably the one of the better animated fights in the that's movie. There's like there's a really sick myth jump kick at one point when they jump at each other and neither one hits each other. Yeah, yeah like, that's that good. That is pretty a, that cool. Is a, that is like a like just a trope of anime in this in this era. Yeah, and there's also a lot of half-assed screaming in this movie. A lot of ah. Well, if you ah. remember, Joe Bunk recorded this, and their recording studio would make uh, even what I'm recording in. Yeah. Uh, you know, look like a broom closet, basically. Yeah. So, you know, they didn't want to yeah. disturb the uh, the actual business people down down the hallway because their office was a janitor's closet, and they didn't want people to know that they were running a manga dub, uh, you know, situation down there. Like an underground, like an illegal underground <laughs> dubbing ring. Basically, yeah, that's what it was. So they were just like, hey, we're going to go ahead and uh, use this as a recording space, uh, even though what? we're all technically janitors in this uh, corporation. So uh, keep it keep it on the down low. You can't actually yell very loudly. Just people down downstairs, all naked, dubbing over stuff. So they don't, they don't want them to contaminate it. So they have they can't wear clothes and stuff. Um, you know. All right, John. I don't know what you're into, but that's fine. Okay. I'm, that's how you, that's how, you make co- that's how you do cocaine. Okay. Whatever. Whatever gets you off, man. That's that's fine. Wait, jeez. Okay. And let's move on. Uh, Rio punching his gut doesn't really phase Jack. So Robert takes a broom to his head and the mop. The mop, that, Jason. Come on. Yeah, it was a broom. It was a mop. Was it a mop? It was a mop. It had a perpendicular thing to it. So wasn't that a broom? It had the mop, I don't what the cloth. I don't know what the fuck you call those things at the end of mops. <laughs> the, um, the... Yeah, what do you call those? <laughs> it, it was kind of like a broom mop, right? Because like, yes, it had a very like horizontal piece to it, but it also had those little hair things. Yeah, like the mop part. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would, I would, I wouldn't read too much into this. Yeah. <laughs> we can move on from this mop. Yeah, let's go ahead. Oh, thank God, I can edit some of this shit out anyway. <laughs> Oh, let's get yeah, let's get pedantic on here. Let's do that. Anyway, um, that yeah. was an important conversation, Jason. Don't was edit it? that out. Was it okay? <laughs> I won't edit it out. I'll leave it in. Anyway, uh, so Robert takes a broom mop to his head. Let's let, let's call it a push broom, a, a dust mop, one or the other, and we'll leave it at that. Swifters wouldn't be in the market for like another twelve years, probably. So can't do that, unfortunately. He was uh, not a Swiffer. Yeah, there was no way that was a Swiffer. So uh, anyway, that he whacks him over the head with it and didn't work very well. So Rio decides to go to town on his face and finally knocks him out. They lost their shit over the mop thing, too. They thought, they thought that was hilarious. Was <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> they thought the mop on his head was real good. They were into that. I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Again, this is where I, I finally caught the name. Ryuhaku Toda uh, interrogates Rio and Robert. I think that's what he's doing anyway. I don't really know what he's doing. He's yelling at them. Just talking to him, Jason. They, they had a, they're getting into trouble or some shit. I don't know. He's mad. He's an angry detective. Are you doing a little icky impression? (laughs) I don't know. That's what exactly what it sounded like. I'm like, come on, guys, stop hitting me in the face with a shovel. He sounds just like little Dicky. He does sound just like little Dicky. Dicky is a different person. That's the rapper. He sucks. Okay, so the policeman is interrogating the guy. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> and he's Moving just so and he's just so angry the entire time. He's so angry. We learned that the fat man is part of Mr. Big Syndicate. <laughs> yes. Bear killer Jack. Yeah, totally not a ripoff of Zangief in any way, shape, or form. Oh yeah, definitely. That he wrestles bears. So, as Rio and Robert leave the police station, Robert kind of chides a uh, detective or Lieutenant Toda. And says, remember, Detective, three days, and winks at him as he's walking off. It's like, oh, God, Robert's a jackass. Robert's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> and then comes the semi-truck. Yep. Semi comes barreling at them, destroys Robert's Ferrari, semi crashes into the building. 
Ryo finds some ransom notes saying uh, Mr. Big wants the diamond and that he's kidnapped Yuri. Flash to an image of Yuri, just in case you don't remember who the hell she was. I didn't. <laughs> Yuri is kind of the uh, the Sakura of the King of Fighters world. And I, actually, when I played Capcom vs. SNK 2, that was one of my characters because I found it amusing to beat the shit out of people with Yuri. So, because she's got this little, like, butt move that she does where she'll, like kind of like hip check somebody but it's more with her butt because she can't really control herself very well so this year this year is also a fighter yeah okay. uh, i don't think she started fighting <laughs> until like the third one maybe but i don't i don't remember she, exactly. she, did not, she did not learn the art of fighting until the third time yeah. okay because i was gonna say she does not really come off to me as like a warrior no, <laughs> no. weird <laughs> right i got a real warrior vibe from her the entire movie <laughs> oddly none of them give off a real warrior vibe anyway yeah none of them feel so, like warriors robert is, also, robert is also like a little sexual assaulty vibe but like that's about, that's about it a little like i said he's basically the late 80s personified so <laughs> All right, cut to a casino. And this is where the first note I take. Jesus, there's a lot of saxophone in this thing. There is a lot of saxophone in this movie. <laughs> and I think this is where Robert and King uh, meet up at a bar, basically, and they start talking. And my note here is yeah. King is criminally underused because she sounds like the only one in this movie who is, like, a competent voice actor. Yeah, she was all right. Yeah. I thought her name was Kay. I thought it was Kim. <laughs> <laughs> my notes, she's Kim in my notes. So. See, they couldn't do that because Kim would be the, uh, what is it, the Taekwondo character in uh, Fatal Fury, if I remember right? You're mixing up your movies, Jason. Mm. <laughs> we'll, we'll, learn, we'll learn soon, Jason, don't worry. Uh, Will we? Nope. Uh, okay. <laughs> God, I hope not. Oh, jeez. Okay, anyway. John Crowley, which is, he kind of reminds me of Rolando, or not Ro I forget what character it is. Eh, whatever, it doesn't matter. I was thinking of in Street which, Fighter. Which character? John Crowley. Crowley. Which is he the long guy? Yeah, blonde with a knife. Creepy, oh, creepy knife guy. Yeah. <laughs> my nose is creepy knife guy. <laughs> yeah, he's super creepy. He's like the most rapey of all of yeah. them. And it yeah, makes me sad he's... that all of these movies have to have like a super rapey character. Yeah, he talks like this too. He's, he's a bad guy and rapey. Oh, he's, he's so creepy. Yeah, he's, he's my least, creepy knife guy is my least favorite character. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Yeah. He strikes me as the kind of guy that would like lick his knife as he's, uh, you know, like threatening you basically. Oh yeah. Did, didn't yeah. he do that? I feel like he already did. I feel like he did do that. No, maybe he did. I don't I'm know. I'm pretty sure he licks his knife at one point. I'm sure he That's does. Not... There's there he's... was a lot of times where I was looking down to write notes as yeah. this was going. He's, so he's basically a cross between Striker and Kano from Mortal Kombat. Who the hell is Striker? He's the cop. One. He's the cop one. The cop yeah. one. Okay. Yeah. Well, Vanessa and I have no clue who you're talking about. He has so. his hat turned backwards because he's cool. Yeah. That narrows it down. <laughs> we'll take your opinion on it. Yeah, yeah, we'll, 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 take, we'll take your word on that. Yeah, we're gonna have to take your word on it because neither of us have no idea who the hell you're talking about. So he's not even that obscure of a Mortal Kombat character. <laughs> <laughs> Great, I, I guess. Good, yeah. good for you. You know him. I don't know. <laughs> he's in two. No, it couldn't oh, be in two because I don't remember. Oh, did you look him up? I don't recall him at all, but yeah, I, I did look him up, and he's wearing a cop uniform, but he's like not anybody. Oh, he used to wear just a blue shirt before he was a cop. He's definitely in three. Oh, okay. Well, that's where I checked out because I stopped caring. Because yeah. okay, I was like, oh, Mortal Kombat isn't actually very good. All right. That's how good this movie is. That this, that we just get sidetracked by Striker for Mortal Kombat for a little. Yeah, moving on to yeah, the movie. I, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, you can't give me any crap about bringing up Kim from Fatal Fury if you're bringing up Striker from Mortal Kombat. I didn't give you crap for that. I didn't know that was. Yeah, exactly. That's crap. I'm going to go ahead and go with that. So anyway, let's move on. Robert and King are at the bar. King brings Robert back to 
this holding room, I guess, or whatever, where they've got Yuri. Yuri sees Robert walking by, and, he, and uh, of course, Robert has to check himself out in the glass. And Ryo is yeah. repelling <laughs> out the outside of the building. The whole time. He's been doing, he does it uh, for a long, I mean, to be fair, it's a big building. It's just, they kept jumping to him, like, repelling around this building for no discernible reason for a while. And how exactly did he, like, he and, like, Robert, like, coordinate where the hell he was? That's, that, that's what I was wondering. I think that's why he was going all over the place, because he was trying to find him oh, okay. the entire time. Yeah, but nobody nobody thought to say like, hey, there's this guy repelling the outside of a casino. He has a gi on, so he's very hard to see. Oh, is that what it is? Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That bright orange gi is a little yeah. makes it makes it hard yeah. to see. Yes, <laughs> it's like building camouflage. That's what it is. You can you never can yeah. tell. It's urban camouflage. Ah, yeah, yes. like the predator, predator two. There we go. <laughs> King meets up with Robert, and they talk about handing over the diamond. Mister Big wants to see the diamond. Robert pulls out a grenade. They call his bluff. John, Mr. Big, and Yuri are behind bulletproof glass. King talks him into putting the pin back in, and the glass is raised. Ryo comes crashing through the window and starts fighting King. Happening really fast, and it's really hard to get a perspective on what's going on, because it's, we'll say, kind of poorly animated. Yeah, and nice. I'm, also, I'm also zoning out pretty hard at this point in time, so yeah, it's even harder to like grasp what everything's going on. Yeah. Well, it's sad, uh, too, because this is like 20 minutes in the movie, and a lot's happened, but yeah. nothing's happened. Yeah. 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 Yes, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it's pretty relentless in what it's doing, except there's not really much going on when it's doing it. So it's just like, okay, well, it's like we're not really moving the plot forward here very much. Anyway, uh, Toadie the uses plot. the wrecking ball. <laughs> the plot. Yeah, yes, oh, the yeah, plot. my bad. So pretty sure the cat is the A plot of this movie from, what I, from everything I've seen. I'm going to go ahead and agree with you on that one. Yes. <laughs> the cat is the plot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it all centers around the kitty, so. Yeah. Toadie uses a wrecking ball as a breaching tool, and then the police yes, storm the does. casino. Oh, man, I love that scene. I was just like, <laughs> oh, good. God, really he's sitting good. there with his book in, like, get it. Yeah. Oh, like, all right, this guy's. Oh uh, man, this guy <laughs> coming through in the clutch when I'm just losing losing like consciousness during this movie. He comes in and on a, in a wrecking ball. Yep. All right, King raises up a platform to let them escape. Uh, she pulls the pit on the grenade and throws it at, or kind of more like flings it very lightly at uh, Rio and Roberts. My question is, how are they planning in the diamond if that worked and killed them? Well, also, like, how did they get Yuri back? Like, for like the last time we saw all three good guys, they were, like, in a tight little triangle. And then suddenly, like, Mr. Big has Yuri again. And then they go up to the platform. And then Mr. Big's like, meet me at my house. Like, what? <laughs> like... <laughs> it must have been when Toda was uh, doing the very subtle entrance on the wrecking ball. Meet me at my house. <laughs> right, like, and, meet me at my house. I'm not telling you where I live. You'll yeah, figure yeah. it out. Here's a grenade. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Thanks. <laughs> I was say, they'd use their elaborate escape mechanism for getting out of there, um, which is like a bunch of mechanical arms come out of the ceiling and lift the plat- <laughs> the like part of the floor they're in up and up to the roof so they can use the helicopter that's w- is already waiting up there. I it just it was very elaborate There's and very. Lot. Also, it would require someone not to be ready to jump onto that platform with you for it to work. <laughs> so, I don't know. It was dumb. <laughs> yeah, there's 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 a lot of what ifs on this thing for it to yeah. work. But Mr. Big goes big, so, you know. Yeah, exactly. They go back to Rio's house. Robert realizes the power oh, is off at the first, apartment. Oh, go ahead. Let's talk about how they get down out that window with the police truck bus, and he's like, why are you guys here? Oh, <laughs> oh right. Why are you guys here? <laughs> right. Yeah. They, they uh, zip line using, yeah. like, some sort of debris down a cable that happens to be into that room. <laughs> yeah, it leads to the other building, and... Also, they, it zooms on their hands on it. My God, that would hurt so much. Oh, that's, it, yeah, that's exactly what yeah. I was thinking. I was like, oh, man, yeah. it just burns. It, oh, my God, <laughs> just right to the bone. <laughs> have you guys, or John, have you ever tried that thing where, like, you know, like in Metal Gear Solid, you can slide down the ladder? Have you ever tried that? 
to slide down a ladder? Yeah. No, I'm not a it, psychopath. <laughs> I tried it once. I was like, yeah. down like four things. I was like, oh, that, that hurts. Yeah. Okay, why would anyone yeah. do that? And he's a he's a he's a, a super spy, Jason. We can't all be you know that talented. That and he's wearing gloves too. I'm sure that yes, helps. yeah, you gotta wear yeah, always wear gloves. <laughs> I mean, I slid down a rope before with when we had, I had gloves on. That was you know, it's as close as I've gotten is I've had to slide down a rope before. Yeah, so but not to, you guys not, are not, so intense. But not twenty yeah. stories down, uh, barehanded. Oh no, so. it was just out of a plane. Yeah. <laughs> it, and but that was on the ground already. So yeah, it, it's, uh, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Okay, so we go back to Rio's apartment. Robert realizes the power is off of the apartment, but the fridge was working, realizing, oh, I bet you that the diamond is in there somewhere. Oh, that, what a leap of logic. That was a stretch. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, that's a, that's a hell of yeah. a leap of logic. Yeah, oh, the fridge is still on, so he must have frozen the diamond in the ice cube, in the ice tray. Yeah. All right, so my question here is, they go back to the apartment. It's still just in tatters. The mm. dead body is gone. Has nobody, no police officer gone to check this place at all? Would they know about it? There was, I mean, there was a shooting, and this takes place in a rather large city. I mean, that, that's exact, exactly. The, the shooting in a large city, <laughs> they don't always get checked out. Oh, I don't know. For one police thing, they, it seemed like they brought the entirety of the police force up to that house. Well, you mean for the, at the end? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that, he, that's because they're after Mr. Big. Oh, and is that what he, it is? And okay. he, he said three days. He's a man of his word, Jason. Very true, very true. <laughs> yeah. Lieutenant Tota is a man of his word. All right, let's see. So let's see, that's some solid police work. And then they realize that the diamond is outside because he, when the cat jumped out the window, he like spilled his glass and the ice went outside. They find it under a piece of sidewalk, basically. Yeah, very antic, very anticlimactic. This is where, in my notes, I was like, this is the most boring movie. Yeah, this is so boring. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really loved it more than many of the movies we watched, but it's like the most boring movie. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's no Mortal Kombat The Journey Begins, but... That's a that was a travesty yeah. to the senses, but this was just boring. Yeah. yeah, right. Was was this like I think that movie was even more exciting than this movie, even though it was definitely worse. I definitely had my, my jaw was on the floor more for the other movie than it was for this one. <laughs> Good or bad? Yeah. What the fuck is next in this goddamn movie? <laughs> They drive a motorcycle. Is, they're going to Mr. Big's house when they're on the motorcycle. Is that yep. What, is that what's next? Cool yep. guy, motorcycle montage time. Music was, with music. Yeah, with music, of course. <laughs> mm-hmm. Lots of saxophone. Rio and Robert show up at Mr. Big's place. As at, the, at the big house. Please. I'm sure he calls it that. <laughs> and it is a big house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, the, you know he calls it that, Jason. Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> All right. My next note here is like every other cop in Japan is heading up there too, apparently. Because, again, I thought this was Japan, but whatever. Anyway, John Crawley skims Toda's car with a helicopter and then shoots Please, a missile at the mountain guy, pass. Don't give him a name. What? <laughs> Please, it's Creepy Knife Guy. Don't give him a name. He okay. doesn't deserve a name. Okay. So he shoots a missile at the mountain pass to stop the cops. Toda stops, pulls over very angrily, starts picking up one rock and tells everyone to start clearing it. So they're going to clear it by picking up one rock at a time. This is going to take a while, <laughs> apparently. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Uh, Mr. B keeps Yuri, takes off in the helicopter. Surprise, Ryo uses a diving board to spring up to the helicopter. Still not sure yeah. why they kept Yuri after they gave him the diamond. I was really confused about that, too. I don't oh, know why. He said, he said, as a hostage, she's worth the entire Garcia Foundation. I'm happy I could answer one question ever in oh, this podcast. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for this. I know he said something about the Garcia Foundation. I was like, what the hell are they talking yeah. about? Okay. He was going to ransom her for the Garcia Foundation. Oh, okay. okay, cool. See, he, like, he, he diving boards up there, and then... They just let her open the door and leave. Like, they don't even try to stop her. 
like she just like there's like a good like few seconds before she even does that too where they could have stopped her and then you know they just kind of look and let it happen in so, my opinion, this is the best scene because it's so ridiculous. Like, first oh God, the knife yes. falls into the pool, and then they dive into the pool, and then the helicopter falls into the pool. Hey, hey, yeah. hey, hey, you forgot sorry, Rio. Sorry, used, ahead of ourselves. I was going to say, you forgot Rio used the diving board as a spring to get up to the helicopter. That was pretty good. Oh, yeah. Uh, I like that he saw the diving board. Like, that's what I got. That, that, there was my plan right there. Is that yeah, the thing, the thing that's going to launch me up maybe realistically like six feet in the air. I'm going to go ahead and get this helicopter that's already like 20-something feet in the air. That'll work. Yeah. So Rio grabs John, throws him out of the helicopter. Don't worry, he landed in the pool. Uh, Yuri lets in Rio. Mr. Big drops diamond in the pool. Rio and Yuri jump into the pool. Helicopter lands in the pool, explodes, <laughs> and then pool is way too crowded. There's yeah, a lot of things going on. There's yeah. there's way too many people in this pool right now. Uh, Robert says there's a missile on board and jumps in the pool too. So, right? King, so one less person in the pool. King jumps out of the pool. Robert and King fight. And then Robert says, if I win, I get your telephone number. Flames obscuring yeah. the three frames of animation they use for the first bit of the fight. Yeah, yeah. My, my note is the Rico and Kim fight sucks. <laughs> That's my notes. Also, so at this point in the movie, I, I actually thought that Robert and Yuri maybe were dating. And so then he's like, I'll get your phone number if I win. I'm like, what a dick. Like, Yuri's right there. She's watching him. <laughs> well, he wants to date her. It doesn't matter. Just any port in a storm for Robert, apparently. He's like the worst. <laughs> oh, he is. Let's see. Uh, Mr. Big jumps out of the pool and jumps onto Rio's back. They start fighting while the copter burns in the pool. I don't really know how that's working, but whatever. I think Robert kicks uh, King in the puss is my next note. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> Does he? <laughs> she like, he jumps, he jump kicks at her while, or she like, I don't know, like is squatting and then like flying kicks upwards. And it like, looks like it lands like right in her crotch. So yeah. Yeah. And then when she lands, she like, like hunches over like she got kicked in the groin. So I was like, okay, well, maybe, maybe got kicked in the puss. I don't know what happened there. Yeah. Has the helicopter exploded okay. yet? Nope, not yet. No, okay. This is um, a, uh, my note here is what a boring climax. <laughs> I also thought it was funny that like Yuri is just like standing quietly watching it all happen instead of like calling the cops or being useful or doing anything. <laughs> just, you know, or running away healthy. at least so she doesn't get yeah. kidnapped Any, again. Anything, anything would have been better than just standing there watching it all go down. She was, uh, what she was doing was she was watching everybody's fighting style. So when she made her debut in a few games, she would be a competent fighter. Competent. Yes, there we go. That's what I'm saying. All right. Uh, Rio kicks Mr. Big in the face, breaking his sunglasses. And then we find out he's got a gem for an eye. Why does he have a diamond eye? I don't know. <laughs> Is that why he wanted the diamond? So he have a nicer oh, eye? Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't want a discolored one because he had like a green one or a blue one or yeah. something like that. Oh, maybe, maybe like the air and, and it got oxidized and changed the color and he wanted a nicer one. There we go. Guess. Yeah, that's poor, a nice poor Mr. Big is just misunderstood. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, so after he gets kicked, he uh, ends up back in the pool. Jim falls out of the out of his eye socket into the pool. I mean, that's yeah, that's uh, that's strange. And then the helicopter blows up. Yeah, and and we get one last soulless scream for the road from these guys in this one. <laughs> like ah, and uh, the helicopter explodes. Yep. <laughs> it's. And thankfully, the cop shows up just in the nick of time. John gets out of the pool at some point, grabs Yuri. Tota shows up and hits John with his bokken. So I guess he got his diamond back in three days or whatever he was trying to do. Yeah, three days. <laughs> so they're taking him off. Uh, and, uh, basically, they're like escorting all these people as they're, you know, in handcuffs. Uh, Robert 
tells King he still wants the phone number, because, yeah. Toad asks where the diamond is. All the cops jump in the pool to look for it. And one of the most ridiculous scenes I think I've ever seen, like, <laughs> just them jumping in, one of them, like, holding his nose as he, like, spreads yeah, his legs out. It's cops funny. cops jumping into the pool. To look for a diamond. I'm like, wouldn't you guys just, no? It's, it, okay. You, can, you only need, like, two, two people tops to do that. Just take one side of the other, whatever. It, yeah. You could, probably, you could probably still honestly see it from the water, too, if it's clear enough. I mean, Mr. Big would have a very clean, a very clean pool, I, I assume. Except, you know, uh, there was a helicopter that just blew up in it, and... They managed to get the wreckage of the hell or of the helicopter out of there already. They're very efficient. Mm, that's a lead, great question. What lead, happened? Lead detective runs a tight ass ship, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of ass, cat ass again. Oh yeah, my 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 last notes are cat butt, man butt. <laughs> my last notes for this fucking movie. This is like my favorite part of the movie when Robert is like, um, Why, wa- you know, they're watching Ryu, and he's like, "Hey Yuri, you want to go for a drive?" And she's like, "Oh, sorry, I have to watch this cat." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like r- rather than going anywhere with you, yeah, I'm going to watch this cat. <laughs> and she's petting the cat too, so you could uh, you could take that a multitude of ways if you really want to read into it that she's uh, stroking the cat instead of uh, yeah. Anyway. She was just having a really good excuse. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there we go. Let's see, yeah, Robert trying to pick up Yuri. Yuri says she's got to watch Sirius, uh, named after the diamond, apparently. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. And then uh, Robert says, watch out, Mr. Big might come after her. They laugh. Uh, uh-huh. uh, yeah, Rio really seems to be staring at that cat's butthole as we uh, as as he continues to follow it. Pan up to an S. Klein ad and the Twin Towers. <laughs> Perfect. We've been in New York the whole time. What a city. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yep. man. Yeah, this movie was really good. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, there we go, guys. Uh, it, it took place in New York the whole time. No right. real indication of that until just now. All right. And this is uh, the best movie we watched so far. <laughs> you guys are really going to like where I rank this one. All right. Vanessa, go ahead and start us <laughs> off. Where are you putting this thing? Okay. I'm putting it at number four. Okay. Right under Super Mario Bros., above Ninja Gaiden, and above Street Fighter 2, the animated movie. Oh, for <laughs> God's <laughs> sakes. <laughs> I'm sorry if you think this is Wait, personal now, is Vanessa. Street Fighter, the animated movie, is number six on your list? Yep. Um, yeah, it is. Whew. Ouch, man. Ouch. <laughs> Good God. I, right. I thought this was great because it was short. It had like a plot line that wasn't trying to make it at all like the It didn't video have a game. plot line. <laughs> it was, it, right? That was okay with me. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I liked that it wasn't um, you know, even then when they were like, Oh, we should add all of our characters, it was like, but we don't they don't all have to fight for no reason. They can just kind of be on the peripheral. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. That's, well, that, okay, I'll, I'll give you that. At least it was succinct in uh, showing off all the characters that are in the series. So right, and that, that detective was top notch. Is he is he is he a fighter in the series? Jason? He lead, sure is. Lead detective. He oh sure hell is. yeah! <laughs> Loved it. It's yeah. so good. All right, John, where are you putting this thing? Uh, where do I have Ninja Gaiden at, Vanessa? You got Ninja Gaiden at number four. So you've got Street Fighter Two, Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, Ninja Gaiden, Double Dragon, Super Mario Bros., then the OVA, and then Mortal Kombat. <laughs> the journey begins. Okay. I'm going to put it under Double Dragon, I guess, at number five. Oh. I, yeah. So that'll actually make it number six. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I'm looking at this thing, and I think I'm going to put this under Ninja Gaiden. Under Ninja Gaiden, wow. Yeah. You guys did not feel the way I felt about this great movie. I kind of, I, I kind of enjoyed it, but there's just nothing really that memorable about it. Like, at least Ninja Gaiden, it had that, uh, you know, the brotastic uh, progressive yeah, speech. Yeah, Ninja Gaiden had some moments. Yeah. And, this had moments. They did it? It that was a moment. Was a moment. It, was guess, a whole, it was a moment. <laughs> that Wrecking Ball thing, I guess, was a moment. Ooh, the last, the song you should play at the end of this should be, it came, it came in like a Wrecking Ball. 
Yeah, it should be. Or some jazz saxophone. <laughs> Version of that song. You know what, I will, uh, I, I, I will probably put in uh, some, some art of fighting uh, saxophone cover thing or something because... I bet I, I can find you a jazz cover of it came in like a wrecking ball, though. All right, if you do that, I'll put it in there. That'll be that'll be, be the end song. We'll call it good. I'd be, I'd be into that. Okay, so where are we putting this overall then? Because we we placed this what, in pretty yeah, different where's areas. The, well, read the overall list, Vanessa. We'll discuss this. Okay, so number one, Street Fighter Two: the animated movie. Number two, Mortal Kombat, the live-action movie. Number three, Street Fighter, the live-action movie. Number four, Super Mario Bros., the live-action movie. Number five, Double Dragon. Number six, Ninja Gaiden. Number seven, Super Mario Bros. OVA. And number eight, Mortal Kombat, The Journey Begins. I think it's a new number seven, personally. Really? I think it's above Ninja Gaiden. I would watch Ninja Gaiden over this movie. Let's really? see. Okay, so I've got it at number seven. Vanessa, you have this at number six. Number or, oh yeah. no, John's got this at number six. And... I've got it number four. Yeah, I guess so. Number seven makes sense. No. Ranking, I think. I, I'm just saying, based on the, that list that we, you just read off, I would put it under Ninja Gaiden. I think if you sort of add these things up as points, I think this actually probably has to go at number six. Like, I think this bumps Ninja Gaiden number down. Number six. Number six. Mm. Yeah, bump it down. Bump it down. Uh, so let's see. Yeah, because like I said, I've got it. I've got it at seven. John, you've got it at six. And then Vanessa, you have this at four. So I think like six would probably have to be sort of the middle ground in all of this, right? Number six. Number six. So it's in between Double Dragon and Ninja Gaiden now? Yeah. So it's above Ninja Gaiden and below Double Dragon. Wow. Okay. Wasn't expecting this, but hey, here we are. Where, where do you think it was going to end up at? Uh, I thought it was probably going to be, I think where you thought it was going to end up, between Ninja Gaiden and Super Mario Brothers. OVA. Yeah, but you know the I think the law of averages has to has to go in with this, and that's where it's gonna go. So all right, I'm fine with that. Yeah, we've yeah. all got our own personal list. That eventually, I think we might have to cut our own personal list thing off this thing and just go with the overall list. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that. I feel like that make it more fair for how to how to rank these things. Right. And at this point, it's nice, though, because, like, basically past number four, we don't even care about those movies anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like, I'm not going to fight you for it. It's fine. Like, yeah, does this go above Ninja Gaiden or above Super Mario Bros. OVA? <laughs> yeah. yeah, who could say? <laughs> it was... Yeah, we, we don't care that much. <laughs> at least we can rest in, in the peace that for at least a good long while, we're not going to find anything worse than Mortal Kombat. The journey begins. Probably um, ever. God, I, I hope re- not I ever. To, I refuse to believe that we will find something worse. I can't. I can't. But then I think of those Uwe Boll movies. But there's no, there at least those are movies. I <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we'll I don't know the Mortal Kombat. Kombat. I don't know that Mortal Kombat. We'll call that an OVA. At least that was short. That's true. I mean, but it wasn't short. If was something's nice. painful, like, at least it's short. It, I mean, it was a short movie, but it's also a very long commercial. <laughs> so true. it was, yeah. And that, scene, um, that CGI was so bad. All right, we can't talk about the movie anymore. Yeah, we we're done. We're done. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're done. <laughs> yeah, so. we're done. <laughs> All right. So that'll end this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at Multimedia Fail. You can follow me on Twitter at Jason Ariola. You can follow Vanessa at Vicarious Rock. You can follow John at John Lucero 777. And you should rank us on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Google Play, or something about eczema. What the hell is going on? Sorry, that was me. <laughs> I was looking for a cover of a wrecking ball, and I thought my computer was off. Oh, we run a side. We run a side ship here, as oh, Blue Detective does. God. So. Jesus Christ! Right. All right, so so yeah, I will edit this in three days. Damn it! I tell you, three days. Uh, yeah. So yeah, um, whatever whatever uh, podcast uh, thing you're looking at, uh, go ahead and break us on that because yeah, we, we'd appreciate it. And uh, as Dominic has come as his catchphrase on "Rock Out with Your Card Out," uh, or you know, Dominic Tread don't beg, but Jason Ariola sure does beg. Please rank us. I we we could use them. So if you like this show, tell a friend about it. Rank it. 
you know, like, share, subscribe, like, share, subscribe, all that jazz. And maybe by the time this goes up, there'll be a Patreon thing. So if you're interested in that, you can kick us a couple couple of shekels over there to at least, uh, you know, at least pay me for my efforts of editing this garbage. So he does do a lot of it. It's a lot of work. And by, I mean, by a lot of it, I mean he does all the editing. Yes. <laughs> I might get a song link occasionally from you guys. Like, okay, cool. I don't have to think of a song for this one. So there's that. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. But it would be weird me sitting here talking to myself about a movie. So yeah. yeah. Just wait till I find this Wrecking Ball jazz cover. You guys are going to be so impressed. All right. If you find it, I, again, I will, I will put that in there. No problem. So, all right. That has been this episode of Multimedia Failure. And we will talk to you guys. Now. Oh, you know what? Hold on. Before we leave. I hope nobody turned this off. Uh, Megan Carnes, the composer for our theme song, actually just put a game out, and you should go check it out. I'll put a link in the show notes. It's on itch.io. Interview, right? Yes. Interview? Inter-view. But if you just go to itch.io slash Megan Carnes, it will be there. But like I said, I'll I'll put a thing in the show notes. And not the next episode, but the following episode that goes up of Rocket With Your Card Out, Megan will be our guest, and we'll be talking about that and some other things, too, we'll figure out. So anyway, uh... Until the next episode, which is going to be Samurai Showdown, trust the fungus. It was a mop.
Oh no, oh no. 